mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 16, 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is. Performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. The guys from Ridgeline Auto Brokers with us today, Justin and Josh, of course. And Josh is the owner. And uh, Legacy Automotive is, is also all oh, one deal up in Boulder. And if you need them, by the way, just go to the website, drive-radio or drive-radio.com. Everybody, they're all listed there, easy to find, uh, not a big deal. So if you need them at all, you can do that. On the same token, guys, I d- haven't done this yet, but how, if they want to call you direct, what's your phone numbers? Good point. So the Ridgeline number, 303-442-4141. And please don't hesitate to call, even if you're not purchasing from us. Uh, we, we'd rather protect you and yeah. see you do the Thank right you, thing Justin. And, and not get hosed. Thank you. No, I appreciate that very much. And Legacy, if they need a car fix, what do they do there? 303-396-0555. All right. And again, if you miss any of those numbers, just go to the website. They're all listed there. John, what's going on? Have you, have you got your fix? Well, did you see the picture I sent you? Oh, hang on. I got a no. I've been busy. I haven't looked at my text messages. Hang on. Oh, I texted you a picture, Josh. Thanks. That no was problem. it. No problem. Found it right away. Good. <laughs> Glad you get. So, what was uh, it? Uh, the, the the wire from the battery to the starter, the heavy, you know, the heavy wire. That's what it was, it, huh? With, it, it it hit the uh, new exhaust. Oh, I man. Yeah, okay. yeah, that'll do it yeah. every time. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing Yeah, okay, yeah, there you go. Just a little short. Yeah, yeah I'd say that's Just a little a short. Little one, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, good. So, well, yeah, I got to go to town, so I'll wait and go on the way back from church in, in the morning anyway. Okay. Finish it up tomorrow. But, uh, I, you know, I bought the uh, Forerunner six weeks ago. Yeah. And you were talking about the hot box? Yes. And my god, I'm paying cash. Well, you know, I'm paying cash. I don't need financing. They try to sell you financing, then they try to sell you all the other crap and I'm like, "What is the warranty on the truck?" Yeah. Uh, or, you know. Right. And he told me. And I'm like, "I don't need anything else." And it, it took 25 minutes they kept you in there and I'm writing them a check for it. That's very true. I mean, yeah. That, that's what made me a little nuts about that. But the other thing is, and then I called Paul when I put the insurance on it, and I said, I paid cash for it, put gap insurance on it. He said, okay, I think it was an extra 10 bucks, something like that. Not, not a whole lot. So I just wanted to comment on that. Even when you're paying cash, they want you to sit in there 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> you got lucky you got out that mm-hmm. quick. Well, I, I told the guy, and I looked at him. I said, I guess you guys, you, do you really want to do this deal for cash, and I'll have a check here tomorrow? Because he was procrastinating. And I was like, I got things to do. Let's go. And that's w- the worst thing about buying a car. I wish dealers of new cars would realize that we don't want to sit there for an hour 
with the finance guy. No, they don't. We got more important. That's right. That, that, and that they, is one of the biggest complaints they get, John, on a routine basis. You are correct. Oh, yeah. So, and just to give you a heads up, Monday I go get the mud and snow, the uh, all-terrain tires on the new 4Runner. I had to order them. They okay. were a little behind. Good job. I got the Toyos, Toyos that you recommended for my truck last year. Okay. They're so good. We got the same thing for this. So. Good deal. A little expensive because they only make those LTs, but, you know, they talk about the last one, too. John, I'm losing so, you. I'm going to let you go because you're breaking up. I'm getting like every other word. So, anyways, John, appreciate it, and uh, be safe going to town. I did get some tire questions that came in via text line. Hang tight. I've got a couple calls, and then I'll we'll answer some of these tire questions probably after this first break. So hang tight. We'll get into some of the tire stuff here in a moment as well. Josh can help me with that and Justin. But Mike in Denver, you're next. Hello, Mike. Yes. How are you? I've got a question for you. Good. What is it, sir? I've got a 1984 Dodge pickup. Okay. Mm-hmm. 318 automatic. Uh-huh. And it's got relatively low miles on it, like 65,000. Okay. And would it be okay if I run full synthetic oil in that thing? It would be, although you that's got a flat tappet camshaft, and you do need some... Uh, zinc in that oil for the flat tappet camshaft. So you're either going to want to add a little bit of zinc to it, or there's a company called Driven, Mike, D-R-I-V-E-N, Driven, and they make synthetic oil for flat tappet camshafts. I would probably just buy their oil. Either that or, or just go with regular conventional. No, even the regular conventional will not have the zinc. You need some zinc additive for that engine, and it's gone in all oils today. Okay, so it's called Driven. Driven is the. It's by Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs is the owner of Driven, and it's kind of a racing oil, but it's also made for engines with flat tappet camshafts, which yours has. So just buy oil for a flat flat tappet camshaft. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, Mike. And and yeah, for a lot of you that are listening with the older vehicles, uh, Driven. I should get them on and do an interview here. Because uh, they actually have an entire lineup of products for those older vehicles with flat tappet camshafts. And then you're not having to mix in different things or use a diesel oil or whatever. You can actually just buy oil for a flat tappet camshaft engine. and Because and and here's the thing. The zinc had lubricity in it to help with those flat tappet camshafts that you don't have in some of the... In, in the late model oils, they don't have that any longer. Mike and Sterling, did you find that name? Huh? Did you find your name, Mike? What is it? Uh, yeah, it's Lucas Gun Oil. Oh, Lucas no. Gun okay. Oil. Okay, perfect. It, it's got a, a little needle on it that, you okay. know, it's easy to yeah. apply. Yeah. I, uh, I used to use grease and, you know, do my cleaning, and I used it the last time, and... Uh, I'm just amazed. You know, I, I live out in a rural area, a lot of dust, a lot of dirt, and these terminals are clean. Have been clean for a year. Nice. I just had to had to have the batteries replaced because they were timing out and it's getting cold. Sure, sure. And pulled it in there, let the guys change the batteries out, and they said, "What the hell are you doing to this? These terminals keep them so clean." That's and, good. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, that's, that's a, awesome. That's, Mike, that's I, what I use online. On Mike, I appreciate it. That, that's good info. Thanks. Thank you for the phone call and for the so Lucas Gun Oil. And uh, no, thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. Dan Muir, what's going on? 
Hey, guys. How are hey, you, Dan? sir? Justin, Josh. Hey, guys, uh, the old monster's still running. Good. Good, uh, good. Hey, do you get above yeah, 30 yet, Dan? Thirty? No, it's thirty-five. Oh, thirty-five. Okay, gotcha. You're climbing. You're climbing. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be. It's gonna be a heat wave here today. Thirty-five, and you know, we'll see the sun again in you know June. Yeah, yeah. That's about right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, the old monster's got two hundred forty-seven thousand miles on it. Still running. Still doing good. And you know, you guys are still the last ones to do the front brakes. Wow. Really? I know doing what good. you guys did, but nice. I mean, those have got to have a hundred and some thousand on them, but I, I don't get it. But anyway, okay, so you guys are talking about buying cars. You know how, John, you know how a lot of people cop the show? Oh, I love your show. You guys are so great. I hate this show. <laughs> I, am, I am sitting here so convicted right now because uh, I did everything wrong in buying a car for my son the other day. Oh, boy. So oh I, boy. I did everything wrong. So... Uh, so now it leads me down to this. I've got it. It's mine. You now here's the deal. So, do you, what do you guys know about a 2016 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid? Do you know anything about those? They're not a bad car. They're not a Toyota Hybrid, but they're not a bad car. You know, the, the two mechanics aren't saying anything. <laughs> this is not. Well, this is not good. The one oh, thing no. that I do think is cool about that car is it's called a parallel hybrid, where it can run on on either or. Right. And mm-hmm. that vehicle will do, I believe, up to seventy-four miles per hour just on, on the, the electric hybr- motor. On the electric motor, yes. Yeah, so, Which the Toyotas oh, really? will not yeah, do. So, yeah, actually, right. very unique, very cool vehicle right. in my mind. No, it, it, and again, Dan, I is it my favorite vehicle? You know, I. I I say this all the time, and I'll, I'll keep saying it. Toyota has perfected the hybrid end of things. They do a very, very good job. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that other manufacturers aren't doing better and catching up. Hyundai being one of those, by the way, they, they've, they've come a long way, and even some of their new EVs are doing very, very well. So I can't say anything against them. You know, it's, it's just it's not a Toyota, which there's nothing wrong with that. To Justin's point, it's got some features that Toyota doesn't have. Yeah, well, you know, and, and choices are slim up here in, in, in the, up the, here in the cho- great white north. <laughs> Dan, and, choices and are slim everywhere. Yeah. yeah, well, the thing of it was, you know, the kid's 6'6", six, six, and he actually fit in this one. That's, yeah, we that, and that, that has a lot to do with it. In it. Yeah, no, there's yeah, nothing so wrong with that. In this one. So do you guys, okay, so it's got 70, almost 79,000 miles on it. Okay. Is there, um, is there anything? I- Make sure the battery pack's good when you right. buy it, but mm-hmm. if it wasn't. You would know that through its operation if it wasn't working properly. You know, Dan, I know okay, you like so the the, like a charm. the yeah. DG products. That is a direct injection engine, mm-hmm. and you don't know if direct oh, injection is. services have ever been done on it. So that would probably okay. be something I'd recommend. You would do the same thing you've been doing on your Mazda on yep. that one. Yeah, yep. good point, Justin. Okay, so I'll do that next oil change then. Yeah. And I should I go ahead and put the should I go ahead and put the forty four K in there? Yes. 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 Right away. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that part that. won't change. Okay. All the same as what you're driving now. Okay. All right. So then there's really nothing else to look for. No. Um, and it should just No, on a hybrid, there's nothing you do battery maintenance-wise or anything along those lines. I mean, it is what it is. If it's going to fail, it'll fail. If it mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, it is what it is. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to change the outcome right. of it is my point. Okay. And you know what I liked about the car when I did, I did do one? You know, we went into the car, looked at the car, looked all around the car. And they had just gotten it in, and they had not touched it yet. You know, they didn't do any of the dealership right. cleaning or anything to it. This thing was spotless. Well, that no, helps. Nice. That means somebody took good care of it. 
Yeah, yeah that's could, always a help. And it was a local car, and they knew the guy that... Well, that helps. In, that so. goes back to the conversation we had first hour. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, I, I messed up everything else. So I'm not getting into all those details, but <laughs> I just want you guys to know that I've been fuming and feeling bad about myself and thinking I'm a real idiot. All because of you guys. I was feeling really You're good. You're welcome, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Love you guys. Appreciate Great you. Show. We'll talk to you love later. You too, Dan. Dan. Appreciate you very much. Okay. Nope. Good stuff. Bill's got a comment on, on uh, buying cars. We'll take that as soon as we come back. I will also answer the tire question that came in as soon as we come back. Guys, this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Have an older furnace system? Noticing high energy bills, more breakdowns, are some rooms colder than you'd like? Upgrade to a modern high-efficiency furnace and you can reduce your heating usage by 20 to 40%. Less money spent heating your home and more money to spend doing the things that you enjoy most. Mention this ad and receive $250 off your upgrade to a high-efficiency furnace system. Call 720-442-8842 or visit driveradio.com today. That's 720-442-8842 or go to drive-radio.com for absolute electrical Heating and air. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com.
All right, we are back. Bill and Centennial buying cars. Go ahead, Bill. Hey, good show. I have two questions, if that's sure. okay. My, my latest car uh, I bought new was 2018, and back in 2018. And when I bought new cars, you know, I've always found that uh, if you go in and I always pay cash, when you go in and say you're going to pay cash, you don't necessarily always get the best deal. You what don't. I have mm-hmm. found was I went ahead and negotiated my best deal. Then I financed through them, and then a month, because they make a kickback on the yes, finance. Yes, they do. Money off that. Then after about a month or two of making a payment, then I pay it off. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's a good way to do it, Bill. You did it right. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. I have nowadays because I'm kind of in the mood now to get one, but with the way car prices are, I'm looking at maybe not buying a new one, or if I do, or getting one that's a year or two old. Is Kelly Blue Book and NADA still good sources, or have they reflected the price increases, or what? Depends on the day of the week. NADA is probably a little more accurate in Colorado. Um, my other question is, are, are you going to trade yours in? Because your negotiation style is great. Negotiate on the price of the new vehicle before you tell them you have a trade-in Correct. and then get a price on your trade-in. Correct. So. That's perfect. No, I'm not, not going to trade it in. Okay. I always buy my cars, and then I usually sell them outright by myself. Or well, the only thing to look at that right now, Bill, is to Justin's point, and I would, I would play both sides then. Here's why. I always go back to what I've talked about even several months ago, the sales tax savings. Keep in mind, when you trade in, you're only going to pay sales tax on the difference between the trade and the new car. And in some cases, that can be a couple of grand, which means, Bill, you've got to get a couple of grand more in the retail world selling your car with all the hassle of it as opposed to the trade. So you got to do the math. Well, I usually sell my cars to family members because they know I keep good care of my car. Just make sure you're getting enough extra to pay the sales tax. (laughs) Just saying. uh, Because you're losing out if you don't. Because keep in mind, they could still go to the dealer and make a deal all at the same time you're trading yours in, and you still save the sales tax. Yep. Okay. But you're still saying that's the best way to go is possibly finance the car, even though my main objective is... They make money on the financing. Now, I, I had, you know, Kent, my good friend from Sterling... Novus, you know, up in up in uh, Sterling, Colorado, Novus Auto Glass. Um, he said, you know, the, the smaller dealers too. By the way, they're, they're really good. A lot of the small towns have great dealers. They don't have the high pressure and a lot of the things we're talking about. And even in your case, Bill, you may even be able to walk in the door of a small dealer and just say, hey, you know what? I want to buy this car, pay cash, blah blah blah. And you know what? Some of these small dealers are just say, okay, Bill, mm-hmm. done. Oh. Well, is Raleigh Pure, Pure Foy still around? Uh, he's in the process of selling. The last I heard, Bill. Oh, he is. Okay. I've never bought a car from him. always wanted to. But. So, and I don't, I don't know the whole circumstances as to whether that's complete, done, almost done. I, I think it is done, if I'm not mistaken. Well, then one last question. Would you buy directly from a dealer, or would you go through like one of your guys that's on the radio now? If you're wanting to buy new, you're going to have to go through a dealer. You have no choice, either that or some sort of a broker-dealer, which there's even that's even a hard thing to even say that they're a broker dealer because there's really no you know quote unquote brokers when it comes to that there's there's folks that can help you buy that new car uh but it's still going to be sold to you from the dealer oh okay all right sounds good so and in in that case bill you know go go put your best deal together you're a good negotiator you wouldn't have any trouble with that and and just just again putting a plug out for some of the smaller dealers that are around town and if you're gonna which i would always suggest just go find your dealer you can make a deal with and order one Okay, 
Sounds good. Then, then, then you avoid guy. all that. So. Merry Christmas. Thank Merry you, Christmas, Bill. Thank you very much. Great. By the way, great question. And for a lot of you listening, yes, if you're looking to buy a new car, order one. Mm-hmm. I, if you've got time to wait and you can make the deal and make that all happen, just go build the car you want, order it. You'll get what you want, and it's the best way to do it. Okay, we had a question that came in actually a couple of days ago, and I said, you know what, I'll answer this on Drive Radio, and this person texted again to remind me uh, of the tire question, so thank you for doing that. So recently had to replace my son's car tires. They were simply worn out. Long story short, these tires only had about 18,000 miles on them, but they were 65,000-mile tires. They prorated them, but this is ridiculous. Can't say as I disagree. Uh, they have to pay the fee all over again, blah, blah, blah. A Goodyear assurance is what she believes, or this person believes these tires were. I don't know if it's a he or she. I'm sorry. Uh, just from the, the, sorry, the grammar's too good to be a man. So just saying, it's probably a lady. Uh, Goodyear assurance I believe they were. Uh, what do you look for in quality tires? By the way, great question. So, guys, I'll let you feel that. What do you look for in a good tire? I don't know where, yeah, <laughs> where to the, even The, the Goodyear Assurance is typically a, a, a good, good tire. tire. Um, I haven't seen any issues with those. Um, man, 18,000 miles, though. I mean, that's, that's less than, that's a third right, of the wearability. But the question I would have on this is, how was it driven? Okay. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that is, and this is, is going to take me a minute to explain, so hang tight. How was it driven? Some people can, and I'm not exaggerating, some people can take a tire, the exact same tire, and get three times the life out of it as opposed to another driver. How mm-hmm. do I know this? Because I have a fleet. I have a lot of different drivers. I have a lot of different people driving, family members, and so on. And I will just tell you, some people wear out tires much faster than others, and it all has to do with their driving style. And by the right. way, it's not just in the aggressiveness of the drive, the driver. It's how they drive. Let me explain. How fast do they take corners? Mm-hmm. How do they brake? How do they start from a stop? Are they always jerking at the wheel? In other words, some people drive and they're always fussing with the wheel. Every time you move the wheel, guess what? The tires are moving. Every time the tire moves, there's tire wear. So there's all sorts of factors that come into tire wear that have to do with the way the driver drives, not necessarily the quality of the tire itself. Yeah, so to that point, you know, Josh and I work in Boulder. We have a lot of clients that live up the foothills. Exactly. If you live up the foothills and you're up in Netherland, Rollinsville, Ward, and you're driving down the, the, you, the mountain. You are going through a set of tires every year, going you, through those corners. Yep, it's Cold Creek or any of those. Yep. Yeah, where me, you know, let's face it, guys, I get, I'm not exaggerating. When I get, when I leave my house, I make one left turn and I'm on the highway. Right. I go all the way to Parker in 225, where it's even an easy right-hand turn onto Parker. I make another left-hand turn coming into the station. So how many turns did I make to get here? Two. Two turns is all I've made in 30 miles. How long are my tires going to last versus somebody that's doing 30 miles coming down the canyon? No, you'll almost make it. I'm going to get three times the wear out of my tires versus somebody that's driving down the canyon. Yeah. So, Josh, does a tire ever actually make it to the warranty? 
I seldom his might Mine because do. he makes three turns. Right, mine but do. Anybody, especially if you drive in the mountains, they will make it about half uh, the warranty. I think that's a sales tool for the tire company. It Typically, it's a yep. it's like batteries. It's a yep. warranty thing more than anything. So again, what I would say for this particular person is number one. Uh, you know, and I don't know what kind of vehicle this is on here because that also has a lot to do with it. What's the weight of the vehicle? Now, the other thing that I do, and this is true with all of me personally, so, and I'm a weirdo. I, I know this. So I drive a Chevy Colorado most of the time, plus my Bolt, when, you know, depending upon what the circumstances are. But even on my Chevy Colorado, and this is going to sound really weird, first thing I did when I bought the Colorado is, of course, I leveled out the front end, I put a little bit larger tire on it, but I put 10 ply tires. On my Chevy Colorado that comes with six-ply. Why? Because of what we're talking about right now. I can get more longevity out of a 10-ply tire than I can the six-plies that came on it. And given those tires were brand new, and I can trade them and buy And again, I get a really good deal doing it that way, and I upgrade to 10-plies, and I'm going to get more life out of my 10-plies than I am my six-plies. Yeah, not to elongate this conversation, but what about alignment? That's a big deal. Is is there an alignment issue on that vehicle? Great point. And tire pressures. And rotations. And rotations. And pressures. And all of these things come into play. So... You know, this is one of those where it's a really deep conversation because even though they're getting a third of what the quote-unquote warranty of the tire is, I need to know all of these other details mm-hmm. before telling you what do you look for in a good tire. Because no offense, you bought a good quality tire. There's yeah. nothing and wrong with like, the tires you that's bought. That's a good tire. And we've installed a lot of assurances, and they usually make it. They don't make it to the full warranty just like for the, Cause the we're reasons we said. About, right. But they'll make it pretty darn close to it. So a tire wear, there's a lot of factors and and as I said even a few weeks ago too one of the things too that you got to look at when you're looking for winter tires for example is this you want a softer tire in the winter to grip the ice which means you're going to get less wear that's where if you really want to get longevity out of tires you got to run two sets mm-hmm. you run a set in the winter so you've got good grip good traction on snow ice all that and you run a set of harder tires in the summertime for your highway use but i know not everybody has the ability to do that so you get the best tire combo that you can but you know, what do you look for in a high quality tire you bought one there's nothing wrong with the tire that you bought um, I, I can't tell you to go buy a different tire because those are good tires. Yeah, that's a good tire, or a Michelin Defender is probably right there with it, too, if I could look with wear on those. Mm-hmm. And Cooper's got a bunch of brands as well, I mean, or a bunch of lines as well. I, I would say this is probably more an issue of driver, not tire. Just saying. Now, I don't know the whole circumstances, but that's the direction that I would probably head in this particular case, knowing it's that more than anything, most likely. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, uh, Wayne, Mike, Joe, you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio KLZ 560. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. 
we welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, 511 the second, 262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, we are back. Don't forget, Ridge Line Auto Brokers up in Boulder. Anything you guys need at all when it comes to you know buying a car, selling a car, questions on all of this, yeah, Justin's here for you. Uh, he'll answer those questions even during the week. And as he said many times, even if you're not buying it from them, they'll still help you. But, hey, if you want to buy a car, they'll help you buy a car as well. So whatever you need, they're there for you that way also. Uh, Mike in Denver, you're next. I got a loaded question and a half. <laughs> okay. Okay, basically, I've got a Ford that basically the factory road service is about up in about four months. I got a 15-year-old that's about ready to become a 16-year-old, and his philosophy, all flat tires are my responsibility. <laughs> he needs to learn how to change one. Yeah, yeah so I've looked, I've heard different opinions. I've had 
I've got possible Allstate through the cell, the family cell phone company, you know, for a basic, real basic, you know, road service. And I've had neighbors that swear don't get AAA because they've had problems with it. But I've got a grandfather that's had the Chevron Road Service Club uh-huh. since like 19, I don't know when. It's basically, it used to be a service shop and, you know, he got it for like 15 bucks a year for the first first year. Right. And they've been around since, I don't know, the 50s. I'm wondering, what what is the best out there? As far as the best road service, I really think it comes down to where you're at in the country. What are you looking to do? And are you looking for countrywide or just local? And, you know, a lot of, you know, for example, even on all my fleet, because we do GPS tracking through Verizon, they include roadside service with the GPS tracking. And I even get, you know, uh, even on some of my larger trucks and stuff, if I get a flat or anything along those lines, yeah, they'll hook it and haul it in all as a part of what I pay on my GPS tracking. So that's something else you might want to look at especially with a young driver just knowing where he's at, what he's doing, and what's going on at all times. Yeah, because, yeah. Just include it. If flat, he'll call me at noon saying, you need to take off work and come and fix my flat. In this case, you just call them and they'd go do it. <laughs> you should yeah. really ask your insurance company, too, because it's usually only 3 or $4 a month to uh, add roadside. I've got an insurance agent that told me not to do that. Really? Well, that wh- counts as a claim. It does, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, it All does. Right. Yeah, and you get, like, especially if you get, like, a 16-year... He's going to have, like, about a 6-year-old car... And if he has a bad struck, you could end up with five claims against your insurance. You're exactly right, Mike. No, that, and I, yeah, I would not go that direction. Especially anybody else probably wouldn't be as big of a deal, but in his case, I, yeah, I would not do that. Yeah, because yeah. I'm wondering. Yeah, because I'm looking for something like fifty, hundred miles. They'll get you back to Denver. If you get you but, know, you, like again, if you've got you know even like Verizon, so I would look into show, into your cell company. And the things I again, I'm with Verizon, and we do the GPS tracking through them, and they include that with our GPS tracking. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's not much. I pay about I don't know, fifteen bucks a month per truck or something is all. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, AAA used to be the good, but they they're got, not anymore. Sorry, I'm not. They, I'm not a AAA yeah, fan anymore. AAA, I'm sorry. Colorado went out of business. They got uh, merged in with the Auto Club. I, I don't like AAA. Period, because they own their own repair facilities now. They're competing with the very guys they're supposed to be sporting, and I don't like that, Mike. I'll just be the first one to say it. I don't like it. Yeah, I know. I mean, they're. They're in, they're, they're in bed with the wrong folks, as far as I'm concerned. That's my opinion. Yeah. Conflict of interest, if you ask me. <laughs> That's why I don't like AAA. I'll be the first to say yeah. it. I don't like them because of that. I'd rather go with the cell phone, which is basically Allstate. So. Again, I've never had any trouble getting them to cover stuff. So you call them on the phone, and they're right there. So for a 16-year-old? <laughs> yep. Wouldn't be a bad deal at all. Guys. You know, as they said, you know, well, because his car, it's basically his car, and he made me sign a paper saying it was his car, because I had to put my name on the title to tie it into the insurance and everything. Hmm. But, yeah, he doesn't trust me yet. I had to have a notarized, you know. <laughs> All righty, then. You're, you're, you're yeah. a better man than me, because that wouldn't happen in my house, yeah. just saying. I, I guess if it's his car, he should learn to change the yeah, flat. Yeah, you're, like I, I said, you're a better <laughs> man than me, because I would have done that, but whatever. He, let's put it this way, he's in the debate club, and we've got debating for like two weeks on this. 
Gotcha. All right. Well, Mike, appreciate it very much. Uh, Joe, you're on the tire wear. Let's take that one really quick. Wayne, hang tight. I'll get you next. Go ahead, Joe. All right, John, a couple of things. I was involved in a company where we had 400 Econoline vans, so we were buying a lot of tires, and a couple of things we discovered. First, when you go to buy the tire, you're familiar with the UTQG uh, Uniform Tire Quality Grading System, and one of those numbers is, is uh, tread wear. You know, I think right. 100 is. So, and, you know, so, and, you know I, in my own car, my Durango, I would always spend the extra 10 or 12 bucks to pay for a tire that had a 200 or 300 Treadwear rating as opposed to 100, and I never had a set of tires that went less than 60,000 miles. But getting back to our 400 Econoline vans, we had a couple of branches that were consistently getting 65,000 miles out of a set of tires, and some of our other branches were lucky to go 40, 40,000. And what we discovered is, and the guys at 40,000, the guys would take their truck to one of these uh, Jiffy Lube places, just get a fast oil change, never rotate the tires, never yep. do anything else. Yep. And the, the branches that were getting 60,000-plus miles out of their tires, number one, they were rotating the tires every six to, every yep. six to 10,000 miles. And two, they were checking the tire pressure. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. they kept, Big difference. Uh, the two, yeah, so, the, if, if, uh, so, the, so three things. One, look at the UT U, Uniform Tire Quality Grading System. Um, you can look at any tire and you can find out. And get one that's got a 200 or 300 uh, tread wear uh, rating on it, and you'll be much happier than the than the one that's got the 100. Two, rotate your tires at least once every 10,000 miles, and three, check your t- between t- between rotations. Check your freaking tire pressure. Right. Uh, if, and particularly, you get into cold weather. As as you know, John, you get cold weather, and yep. you lose four or five pounds just due to temperature. Correct. Uh, you got to keep that temp. You got to keep that pressure up. Low pressure will wear your tires out. Sure will. So fast, it'll make your head spin. And so will high. So you, you, to your point, you got to keep it right where it needs to be. Right. And then in the summer, you probably have to bleed out some of that pressure. Anyway, so buy a good tire with a good tread wear indicator. Rotate them at least every 10,000 miles and keep the pressure where it needs to be. There you go. Joe, appreciate it as always. Thanks as always. Wayne and Castle Rock, you're next. Go ahead, Wayne. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Good. Doing well. Well, good. <laughs> um, John, I'm, I'm calling about, I bought a... Um, Lexus GS350. Oh, nice! Uh, after you, after your recommendation a couple of years ago. One of my favorite cars. I wore, yeah, I, I wore out my Avalon, and I was going to replace it with another front wheel drive. And you recommended looking into the all wheel drive Lexus, and I did. Which I they did. don't make anymore. So you have a really good car, Wayne. <laughs> well, I I enjoy it, but I had a uh, when I bought it, I had it checked, and uh, all the brakes were new. Okay. Um, the brake pads were new. Um, about 35,000 miles later, I started to get some noise in the in the back of the car. Sounded like it was in the left rear. So I pulled it into the garage, popped the wheel off, and looked at it. And the um, caliper was frozen, and it was only wearing on one side. Mm-hmm. And so one, mm-hmm. one of the brake pads was worn down to nothing. And um, so I thought, well, shoot, I'm going to have to buy a new caliper. I, I tried to free it up, and I couldn't get it to free up. So... Um, I bought a new caliper and a new set of pads, put it on, and then went to take it for a test drive, and now I'm getting that same noise, but from the other side. And uh, I thought it, it was just one. I didn't think that there was much of a chance both of them going out, but both of the calipers froze up, and they were only wearing on the side that was next to the... Uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, piston. Uh, yeah. the, the, push, the piston, yeah. And I'm curious, what would cause both calipers to go out at the same time? 
usually that has to do with hardware issues. They haven't been lubricated properly. They've gotten corrosion mm-hmm. where the other pad's not sliding like it should. And, again, that's why when we do brake jobs in the shops, we go through and do everything, including lubrication of all the slides. You replace the things necessary. Typically, even if you don't put calipers on it, Wayne, a good shop is doing caliper hardware. That's why, you know, when you go to a good shop and get a brake job, it's going to be substantially higher priced than somebody just doing a quick brake job, and that's the biggest differences, what you're encountering. Sure. Sure. And I'm wondering if maybe the calipers were bad before I bought the car. Uh, no, bad's the right word. They could have not had that proper maintenance done on them, like we're talking. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it was just odd to have. And it's not, it's not part. uncommon for those to go bad equally because the same parts are doing the exact same thing on both sides. Yeah, I was just curious about that. But anyhow, I put new calipers and new pads Good. all the way on both of the rear wheels and. Um, it's, it's back to normal now. But, Good. Uh, I was just curious about that. It seemed like a very peculiar... That's a great car, Wayne. Keep keep that car going, and that's a fabulous car. Appreciate your help. You're very welcome, Wayne. And for those of you that don't know, yeah, the GS, which they don't make anymore, they've gone back to just doing a, a ES with all sorts of different versions of it. The GS wasn't really much bigger than the ES, but they made it in an all-wheel drive, and in my opinion, was one of the best Lexuses that... They ever made, if you ask me. Yeah, that's they, an excellent. I love those GSs. Car. That was one of my favorite cars of all time. All right, Dave, Steve, hang tight. We'll come back. Another full segment coming your way. This is Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new adaptive one brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our six thousand Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place, and oftentimes things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. 
Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and, in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560 again. Uh, guys from Ridgeline Auto Brokers with us today, Justin and Josh. Also, Legacy Automotive up in Boulder, all one business, really. Two locations, one business. If you need anything, just go to the website, drive-radio.com. Dave in Lakewood, you're next. Hello, hello. Oh, Dave. Yes. Got a question or two. Yeah. Number one, I uh, bought a used vehicle, uh, 2018 Equinox had 34,000 miles on it, and it had brand new, or at least it looked like brand new Michelin tires on it, mud and snows. Two of them have a directional mount only, and they're both uh, mud and snows, but they're different types of Michelins. So I'm kind of wondering why did it have to have new tires on it at 34 grand? And it, is it all-wheel drive or front-wheel drive? Two-wheel only. Okay, two-wheel. Okay. I, who knows? I don't know. Hard, hard to say. Back to our last conversation, hard to say what they did with the vehicle and how they drove it and so on. Right. So rotating those tires with the directionals, two of them are directional mount and the others two aren't, so it would make a hell of a lot of difference. they got to go the direction that they're... On the car. Yeah, on the car, right. yeah. Can't well, be crisscrossing. But when you rotate them, they'll be, with the, which, which one should go in the front and back because they'll make a whole lot of difference. I don't know. So the the tire direction they have to be mounted on that so they could go back and forth on that side. You know what I they'd mean. They have to stay. Have to they have to stay on that a, side. But there's two different Michelins. They're not the same brand. They're Michelins, but they're not the same same brand of Michelins. They're both from mud and snow. They stayed on it. But two of them show mount only outside. So two out of the four only have that mounting on direction. Mm-hmm. So the ones that don't have the, you know, have to be directional, they can move you around. Can you can crisscross those, but the other those. two have to be the same. Yeah, but the other yep. two have to stay on the side that they the arrow's pointing That's on. That's right. So which ones are going to front, which ones are going to back? For can't center? answer that. Yeah, you, you have to know how much tread you have on right. it. Right. I can't answer they're that. Like, they're like new. They're just, you know, it's hard to believe. They're all then it like won't matter. I wouldn't rotate them. If, if they're yeah. all the same, I wouldn't rotate them right. yet. We'll just keep them matched from front to back and just yes. them back and forth. And exactly. Okay. And I got another question. When you buy a used vehicle, uh, shouldn't you get the second key, the key fob? Typically, it depends on how, the, how you bought the car, though. That's one of those things which is a reminder. When you buy a new car, you should get both keys, but sometimes people lose a key, something along those lines. So, yeah, it's imperative when you're buying the car that you request it has two keys as a part of the deal. Yeah, you need to know that when you purchase yes. the vehicle. You need to ask that question. Yes. 
Does it have well, two keys? Yeah, but you know how that goes. There's a Larry Miller Ford. That's the worst place in the world you're going to go to. <laughs> yeah, and it, sh- it should come with two keys, yes. Yeah. Or more, two, at least two. Which one of your shops uh, do the transfer case uh, change at the service time? Le- go over to like, Geno's in Littleton. They can take care of that for you. Uh, that's too far from me. Um, where are you at? Uh, Lakewood area. Uh, my, that's my closest, or you got to go to Arvada West, one of the two. You can do in Boulder, yeah, sure. You can drive to Boulder if you want. You bet. Okay, what would they suggest? Thirty-four thousand, which I'm pretty sure it hasn't been done. Or is the transformation? You're a little bit away from that, but you're going to be within the next six months or so, probably, of doing it. And that would be uh, about a leave it a all day deal, or yeah, as a rule. Yes, as a rule of thumb. Rule. Yes. Okay. All right, appreciate you guys. Okay, no, okay. Dave, thank you very thank much. Appreciate the phone call. And uh, Steve in Colorado Springs, what's going on, sir? Good afternoon, gents, and a very, very early Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Just a couple quick things. I was over last night for our regular toxic masculinity support group. This is top secret classified, but we call it poker. Anyway, <laughs> my, good, my good buddy Terry, after seven months, he finally got his EMOC. Mustang. What okay. a car. Okay. Have you, have, you, have you driven that thing yet? I have not driven one yet. No, not yet. It, does, it doesn't look like any Mustang I've ever seen. It does not. But he, he got the, the Grand Operation, the 91 kilowatt hour battery, mm-hmm. 71, 71 grand for this puppy. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready, getting ready to take it to the East Coast. I'll see how he, does on the, see how he does on the charging. The other reason I called was, you know, on BG44, what I get from their website is that they want you to put it in with a full tank of gas and run the gas down to about an eighth of a tank. About the only time you want to do that. Would you agree? Or That's typically what you want to do, yes. And you know, if, In other words, if you know you're going to be doing a, a nice trip or you put a lot of miles on in a week, that would be the time to add 44K. If you're going to just put it in and have it sit around, you know, you're going to put it in and go to the airport and go on vacation for two weeks, no, don't put it in then. Yeah, I agree. You know, the other thing is I ran into the BG rep, and I said, if I give my EIN number, can I buy a case of discount? He goes, nope. <laughs> Maybe I need to use yours. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't. I mean, occasionally in the shops they'll have, you know, discount programs, things along those lines. But, no, it's the same situation. Whether you buy one or a case, it's the same price. Uh, I'll tell you what, even though they are pretty hard and firm on that, the stuff is liquid gold. I think most mechanics will tell you that. Yep. Every variety of fuel issues, you can imagine from injectors to dirty lines and you know how many mechanics are they make a lot of money off of bg44 with all these fuel system issues they run a can through there at 26 bucks charge the customer 150 yep. whatever yep. out the door but i would recommend i don't know about you but anybody any car put at least a can every six months in there and you will be pleasantly oh yeah surprised. twice mm-hmm. a year yes by all means yes last last, last item on windshields um it really maybe i'm getting jurassic here I have uh, not really liked the idea. Whenever you're outside and you've got any sort of freezing precip, the scraping and stuff on these windshields, I don't think is very good for them. Versus a, you know, spray-on antifreeze, which is like five bucks, mm-hmm. melt the stuff, boom, 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 away you go. What, what are your thoughts about that? I don't like scraping them either. I mean, it's kind of a last, you know, you know, sort of a last-ditch thing where sometimes you don't have any choice if you've been parked outside and you don't have any choice but to scrape it. But just make sure you use the right scraper. 
But I'm just thinking if you've got a little $5 can of that spray, it's just basically isopropyl in water. That melts that stuff. It doesn't damage the windshield. You know how expensive. Yeah, the only thing I'd be careful of, and Charlie just mentioned, is if it, depending upon temperature and the spray and what it's doing and so on. If you've got a pit and you don't want a crack coming out of it either, so that's the one thing you got to be careful of on the sprays. Yeah, uh, good point. Good point. That's the only the thing you got to watch I there. I, other thing I don't understand, and I've seen this a lot, and hopefully you're getting a multi generational listenership there. But I've actually seen people take out a pan. With boiling hot water. Yeah, no, no, no. Do not do that. that. (laughs) Bad idea. If you want a way to buy a new windshield, you got it. That'll do it. Yeah, no. Great point, Steve. Yeah, no, we don't do that. Thank you. Yes. Have a great one. You too, man. Appreciate it. We'll get one more call in. Soren, you're up. Go ahead, sir. I got an answer to the question of the day. What is it? The worst named car is the Volkswagen thing. Oh, thanks. I like that thing. Yeah, I like that one. Good one, Soren. No, appreciate it. Merry Christmas, Soren. And then just to to tell you, the reason you got to make sure that your tires are always inflated properly is a couple weeks ago, I overinflated a tire, and that wore that thing out so fast. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure will. We're in the middle of it. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Soren. Merry Christmas to you. We appreciate it. Guys, a couple minutes left. Out-of-state titles, really quick. We talked about some of this during the, you know, when we weren't necessarily on air and just reminding people. It's one of those things, too, that if you're buying a vehicle, private party, and it's got an out-of-state title, you really got to watch your P's and Q's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My suggestion, if you're buying from someone in Colorado, but they moved here with an out-of-state title, is... Have if them they're get willing a Colorado to, title have, first. have yes. them spend the $7 to get a Colorado title so you don't have any issues. Yes. And then... Because uh, they got to get VIN verification and all do. that on their own to do that, yep. which let them do that if they let, will. Let them handle that. Yes. Yep, I agree. Now, if you're buying one out of state and you're coming in, that can be done. But as I just said a moment ago, you do have to do VIN verification mm-hmm. when you come back into Colorado. Your emissions test centers can do that. State Patrol used to, but it's easiest just to go to uh, the... the you know, Mission Center, go to AirCare Colorado, they can do it there. It's 25 bucks, oh, and, and it's not included in your emissions test. You're going to do them both anyway, so that's why I say if you're going to do VIN verification, just go there, do your e-test, get your VIN verification all at once. Now, that's another one where you're buying out of state, you're coming in, you got to get e-test. That's another one where even though technically everybody selling a vehicle in the U.S. has to make sure that it passes emissions, good luck on collecting if they're in Iowa. Yep. Ain't yep. gonna happen. No, it's not. Sorry, yeah. ain't gonna happen. So you're one of those things where buyer beware. And I know a lot of folks think, "Well, I'm buying out of state, I'll save money. I'm buying a new car in Nebraska, I'm saving money." Um, not necessarily, because you're if you're paying X amount less for the car, maybe you're saving money. But you got to remember, you got to go get the vehicle transported here, and you're not gonna save any money on sales tax because sales tax is charged based upon where you register the vehicle at and that address of. So if you live in a city where there is a 7.9% sales tax, that's the sales tax on that car you're going to write a check for bringing it in from out of state. Yep. Correct? You will. And if you you purchased a vehicle out of state and you need a VIN verification, Ridgeline Auto Brokers will do that for free. Okay. There you go. So for free. 
But you can't do the e-test. I cannot do the e-test. All right, so, so you can get it there, but you still got to do the e-test. So that's and again, dealers can do that as well. I should have said that earlier. Correct. But not everybody does it the way you guys do. So that's not always a freebie that you guys will do for them. So, all right, Ridgeline Auto Brokers again. Find them at drive-radio.com. Legacy Automotive is there as well. Plus. All of the other great sponsors that we have, you know, all the guys that participate in making this work on a weekly basis, we appreciate each and every one of them as well. And you can find all of our sponsors, and a lot of you have mentioned it today. Please let them know you listen to Drive Radio. That helps all of us out immensely. Other than that, guys, if uh, it's getting close to Christmas now, this is the 10th of December. Merry Christmas. If it's a replay show... Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, whatever it happens to be as you're listening. Have a great rest of your day, though, folks. We appreciate all that you do. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.